I V M. Hi, I'm Utsav, a behavior researcher by training and a slow traveler by passion. Postcards from Nowhere is a travel podcast where I condense a decade of travel experiences and explore not just the where but also the why and how to travel. My stories emerge from slow traveling the less explored parts of the world: Bosnia and Herzegovina, Armenia, Uzbekistan, and even China. At the end of each story, I give practical tips and new ideas about how to travel better. This week, in the third episode of the series Ireland Untraveled, we arrive at the long room of the old library at Trinity College Dublin and understand how and why it houses the soul of the Irish nation. The siege in Sarajevo lasted for 1425 days. The assault of the Serbian forces on the capital of Bosnia and Herzegovina went on for 4 years. Thursday 28th May 1992. Vedran Smailovic, the principal cellist of the Sarajevo Opera House, began to play Albinoni's Adagio in G minor, a piece which had been found in ruined Dresden in World War 2. He wasn't playing for an audience in an opera house. His country was under siege. He went to the bomb sites all across Sarajevo and played. He played during funerals. He played while often being under sniper fire, risking his life. Tuesday 25th August 1992. Serbian shelling caused the complete destruction of the National Library of Bosnia and Herzegovina. For 2 days and nights, the library burned. Among the losses were about 700 manuscripts. and a unique collection of bosnian serial publications some of these belong to the middle of the 19th century bosnian cultural revival before the attack the library held 1.5 million volumes and over 155000 rare books and manuscripts some citizens and librarians tried to save some books while they were under sniper fire and at least one person died the majority of the books could not be saved from the flames and even at their funeral Vedran Smailovic played his cello put yourself in the shoes of the citizens and librarians and imagine would you risk your life to save a few library books when your country is under siege why would anyone in their sane mind even attempt that i found myself asking this question as i entered the hallowed halls of the old library at trinity college dublin The library began with the founding of Trinity College in 1592. In 1661, Henry Jones presented it with the Book of Kells, its most famous manuscript. The book is an illuminated manuscript gospel book in Latin, containing the four gospels of the New Testament. This book alone attracts over half a million visitors every year and collects a whopping 6 to 9 million euros a year just from the entry fee. But what captured my imagination was not the book of kells it was the old library which houses the book and one views the library right at the end having seen an entire exhibit focused around the book the 65 meter long main chamber of the old library the long room was built between 1712 and 1732 and houses 200000 of the library's oldest books initially the long room had a flat ceiling shelving for books only on the lower level and an open gallery By the 1850s, the room had to be expanded as the shelves were filled 
due to the fact that the library had been given permission to obtain a free copy of every book that had been published in Ireland and Britain. But the library also houses two extremely important artifacts. The first is one of the last remaining copies of the 1916 Proclamation of the Irish Republic. This document announced the intent of the Irish people to gain independence from the British. While the 1916 uprising failed, it laid the foundation for the eventual establishment of the Republic of Ireland in 1922. The second one is the Trinity College harp. This musical instrument dates to 14th or 15th century and is one of the oldest surviving medieval harps from the region. The harp is central to Irish politics. In traditional Gaelic society, every clan and chief of any consequence would have a resident harp player who would compose eulogies and elegies in honor of the leader and the chief men of the clan. The harp was adopted as a symbol of the Kingdom of Ireland on the coinage from 1542 and continued to feature on all English and United Kingdom royal standards ever since. In 1922, the government of Ireland used a similar left-facing harp as its state symbol. Today, as modern forms of governments take over, the Irish imprint of the Euro contains the harp. In more everyday and iconic ways, the harp appears on the logo of Guinness and the much-loved and hated budget carrier, Ryanair. But there is a third outstanding feature of the old library that makes it worth visiting. Marble busts line the long room, a collection that began in 1743 when 14 busts were commissioned by sculptor Peter Shemakers. The busts are of the great philosophers and writers of the Western world and also of people connected with the Trinity College Dublin. These include Aristotle, Francis Bacon, Robert Boyle, Plato, Shakespeare and Isaac Newton. Did you notice one common thing about all these people? They are all men. Because only in 1904 were women allowed to study at Trinity College. Between 1904 and 1907, Oxford and Cambridge in the UK refused to confer degrees upon women. These women were therefore awarded degrees from Trinity College Dublin. They came to be nicknamed Steamboat Ladies as they used it as a means of transport to travel to Dublin. One such steamboat lady was Julia Bell, who was awarded a master's degree for her work investigating solar parallax at Cambridge Observatory. In 1937, Julia Bell published a landmark article with JBS Haldane, which reported a linkage between the genes for colorblindness and hemophilia on the X chromosome. This discovery was a key step towards the mapping of the human genome. In November of 2020, Trinity College announced the addition of four marble busts featuring female scholars. Following the unveiling, Trinity archivist Helen Shenton remarked, As the first woman librarian in the college's 428-year history, I am especially delighted to champion this initiative to address the historic inequity in the long run. The women chosen, however, did not include Julia Bell. They included Rosalind, they included Rosalind Franklin, whose work as a chemist and X-ray crystallographer was pivotal in understanding the molecular structures of DNA, RNA and viruses. It included Mary Wollstonecraft, who in the 18th century advocated for women's rights and is considered the founding feminist philosopher. It also included Augusta Gregory, an Irish dramatist and playwright who produced a number of books based on Irish mythology, thereby documenting the rich oral traditions of the country. 
and the fourth was a personal favorite of mine ada lovelace an unknown hero who is regarded as the first computer programmer the first person to recognize that the machine had applications beyond pure calculation she published the first algorithm intended to be carried out by such a machine back in sarajevo journalist mirela hukovic hordzic saw the burning of the national library first hand she studied philosophy in sarajevo and read the works of aristotle hegel and kant in the library she vividly remembers the day it was destroyed the war was going on before and that was terrible she said but when i saw the library burning i was so shocked that i was speechless it was at that moment that she understood why the war had started to tear forever the threads that link us and to erase any traces of the life different people and cultures had shared together no wonder people were willing to risk their lives to save a few books even in modern day ireland i could imagine the people of this proud nation would attempt to save books if ever god forbid the trinity library catches fire a library which houses the ancient medieval and modern artifacts of irish culture and history actually harbors the soul of the irish nation if you like this podcast don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the ivm network you can listen to us on the ivm podcast app or ivmpodcast.com you can also follow us on our social media we are at ivm podcasts on twitter and instagram if you want to reach out to me i am putsav memory on twitter and yvtravel42 on instagram 